0: Well, good evening. Welcome to our continuing study in uh, the topic of stewardship. Uh, Tonight, we are going to discuss in lesson 18, blessings that are more important than wealth. And uh, as we have done a few times in the past, uh, we'll humor you one more time with some phrases that Bob and I want to continue to emphasize to help keep them in the forefront of our minds because we believe these are foundational and, and the things that we talk about are, are built upon these. So, first would be what? What belongs to God? Everything. Everything. That's right. Everything belongs to God. And uh, to build upon that, we have said that life is a matter of what? When it comes to the things that, uh, that uh, we have here in this life. It's a matter of choices. Thank you. And again, when it comes to the things that, uh, that God has provided, our role is could be defined as we are what? Stewards. We are stewards. Okay. And uh, in that regard, uh, a steward A steward must be what descriptor maybe best fits what a steward must be to toward his master, the one who is entrusted, accountable, accountable. good, faithful. and faithful. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, and that was <laughs> that was. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. You you uh you jumped me on that one. A steward is uh, accountable to the owner. And then uh, two more. Contentment is. What kind of a behavior, or I would say, most all of us, if not every one of us, what kind of behavior is it? Something do you have to learn. learn. Okay, it is a learned behavior, and then finally, uh, when it comes to being a good steward, uh, all will need to to seek. What kind of counsel? need to seek wise counsel. Uh, Bob and I were talking to someone just the other day, and uh, they were going to be having some life choices that they had not encountered up to this point. You know, a uh, younger person having to make decisions about, you know, housing, cars, new job. That's a lot, is it not? And uh, there's multiple ways to go about that. I would say many. Just kind of plow right into it and do their best. Uh, But it's best if you seek counsel, but it's best to seek counsel from those who have experienced it and can provide wise, godly counsel. Okay, turn to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. And Heather, if you would, in Matthew 16, read verses 24 through 26. So again, Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 26, and be thinking about what does this passage have to do with stewardship. Please.
1: Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will man give in exchange for his soul?
0: So, what does this have to do with stewardship? Again, stewards have been entrusted. Um, What does this have to do with stewardship? Well,
1: it's a sacrifice. Okay. It's
0: a sacrificial act. All right. It's, if I'm willing to engage myself in that, I've okay. got to be willing to give myself up to
1: you. Now. Very good. So that's that's
0: one. Aspect All right. There. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Being a steward involves sacrifice. What else? What is it? What are we to be in for this passage? What's one of the things we are to steward? What is something that's been entrusted? Mm-hmm our life, yes. Uh, is, is, is there anything more valuable than our souls, our eternal souls that God has given us? Infinitely, perhaps, we would say, more important than anything else. Such that you would say, wow, what, what would you give in exchange for your soul? Would it be a good deal to gain the whole world if you lost your soul? So, we should cherish, we should protect, we should live in such a way as to save our souls (coughs) through the grace that God has provided to us to enable us to do that. So, think about... Think about some of those things as we talk tonight about uh, blessings more important than wealth. I only have two aims: one, that you would be able to list at least three things that are better than wealth, and uh, why these things are better than wealth. Okay, so that's our aims. Uh, Ryan, would you pray for us? Our
1: heavenly
0: Father, Lord, we are grateful for you. We're thankful for Relationship we have through you, through Jesus, we're grateful to be together as your people. Uh, for the word that you've revealed to us, Lord, we pray for your blessings on our study tonight. Pray that you be with John and the rest of the teachers to give them ready remembrance and things that prepared. Pray, Lord, that we would look at uh, your word with uh, open and honest hearts, and as we consider uh, our role as stewards, uh, the things that you've blessed us with, and how we might be able to use godly wisdom and direction to effectively use and manage those blessings. Lord, we are grateful for your faith and, and trust and your provision that you've made in us. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, turn to Proverbs 16, 16. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 16. We'll start there. We'll do a fair amount of reading from the Proverbs and a little bit from Ecclesiastes. Proverbs 16 and verse 16. Ella, do you have that for us please?
1: How much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver.
0: Alright, so the, uh, the first thing that I want us to talk about per this text, what is what is better than wealth? Wisdom. wisdom. Wisdom is better than wealth. And I think arguably we would probably say that the key word in the book of Proverbs is wisdom. Now, I mean, read the first seven verses and it's just... It's just hits you over the top of the head. Um, let's notice then in Proverbs chapter 8 how wisdom is better than wealth. Proverbs chapter 8 and let's read verses 10 through 21. Proverbs 8 10 through 21. Sarah, would you read?
1: Take my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice is gold. For wisdom is better than jewels, and all desirable things cannot compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverted mouth I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding, power is mine. By me kings reign, and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, all who judge rightly. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even pure gold, and my yield better than choicest silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the paths of justice, to endow those who love me with wealth, that I may fill their treasuries.
0: Okay, so I think again Solomon underscores that wisdom is better than wealth. And I want to, to talk about why. Why is wisdom better than wealth? And I want to talk about it in two ways. First, I want to talk about how wisdom helps us to live in God's way. Okay, that'll be number one. And after we do that, then I want to talk about how, how those who possess wisdom enjoy many blessings. We'll talk about that secondly. So, try to avoid commenting about the blessings that are associated with uh, the person who has wisdom. Uh, But let's focus first on how, how does wisdom help us to live in God's way per what we see in this text. What are things you see in this text that help us to live in ways that are in the ways of God?
1: Come um, to know what justice and righteousness yes, is. Yes,
0: yes. Good. What else?
1: We could recognize evil and um,
0: yes, yes. And say what? Hate it. And hate it. Oh, right. right. Yeah. In fact, maybe I would enjoin with that. I think it's maybe connected with the fear of the Lord. Those who live in the fear of the Lord, those who live in the fear of the Lord, they they hate what? (coughs) She said evil.
1: Pride and arrogance. All right,
0: pride, arrogance.
1: Perverse
0: mouth. Yeah, the perverse mouth. <coughs> what else? Um, I had, might have, maybe it goes along with evil, but the evil way as well. Okay, uh, what else uh, helps one live God's way? If you have wisdom, what does, this, what does this text point out? What's going to be helpful to you that comes along with wisdom? Not a blessing, but it's going to help you live in God's way. Understanding. Understanding. Okay. What else?
1: Prudence.
0: Prudence. What does prudence mean to you, Anne?
1: Okay, okay. how to handle delicate situations, when to speak, when speak, when to
0: step in. Yeah, yeah, great examples. Wisdom helps us live in God's way like that. What else? I see one or two more insights. Okay. <coughs> Good. What if you're a high ranking person?
1: You'll be able to judge rightly and rule correctly. All right.
0: How you rule and how you judge. That you rule with justice and you judge rightly. That's what's wisdom is going to help you live in God's way in in this means. Okay. Now, let's talk next about. uh those who possess wisdom what are some of the what are some of the blessings per this text if you possess wisdom
1: riches and honor okay now we
0: just said I just said that uh, wisdom is is better than wealth but this text says if you've got wisdom, one of the blessings is you're going to get riches, you're going to get honor. What else? How else does the text say it?
1: Enduring wealth. Enduring wealth.
0: You said righteousness? What else?
1: With enduring wealth, I mean, I know I think of it as um, laying up treasure that's not going to be destroyed. Okay. So it's it's not, riches you might think just like money, but... Maybe there's a spiritual tone here? Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right.
1: Uh, I I
0: don't know, I don't know that I understand exactly (laughs) why this was mentioned, but... If you have wisdom, you, you, you emphasizes sound wisdom is one thing that I wrote down. So I think in a nutshell Solomon is clearly pointing out that God's plan is the best plan. Turn to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3 and uh, Jesse. Uh, let's read verses 13 through 18. And see if you can identify any additional blessings that we haven't already listed.
1: Blessed is the one who has found wisdom and the one who obtains understanding. For her benefit is more profitable than silver and her gain is better than gold. She is more precious than rubies and none of the things you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left are riches and honor. Her ways are very pleasant, and all her paths are peaceful. She is like a tree of life to those who grasp onto her, and everyone to who takes hold of her will be blessed. Through 18?
0: Yes. Uh, that was it. Thank you. Okay. What else did you see there that we didn't already list? Some blessings of having wisdom. Long life. Peace. <coughs> and Peace.
1: Okay. So, and another one, kind of, is um, is being a blessing to others. Uh, okay. She is a tree of life to those who take Ooh, hold of her. So, kind okay. of a you can one of the blessings is being able to be a blessing. I think too long, then that might turn circular. Today. Okay.
0: Yeah. I like I like that uh, thought. Uh, to the tree of life, you are a, a blessing to others.
1: I don't think we have happiness up there either. Okay. And that goes along with the tree of life. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank you,
0: Joy. Happier they who take hold of
1: them. Yes. All
0: right. So, let's uh, next look at uh, Proverbs chapter 29. Proverbs chapter 29. And uh, uh, Justin, verse three, Proverbs twenty nine and verse
1: three. He who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth.
0: Okay. Think about think about in the context of that verse. Think about the prodigal son. Okay. I mean, maybe 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 you were already there before I said it. Luke fifteen. This 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 young man. He lived for the moment. He wanted his inheritance now. He failed to use it wisely. He wasted it. He failed to heed wise counsel. The result was shame and poverty. So, as we we think about all of these things together, I think the, the lesson says, hey, we should follow God's plan. Wisdom is there for us to follow And we must be willing to learn. So, let's talk next uh, about our next thing that is better than wealth. And let's turn to Proverbs 16. Proverbs chapter 16. And uh, Hannah, would you read verse 8? Better is a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. Alright. So, what is, for this verse, what would you say is better than wealth? is better than wealth. Solomon says that the righteous person is better off. Um, Better is a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. Um, The wise person knows that wealth is fleeting. And as we would uh, understand from 1 Timothy chapter 6, that contentment is one of God's secrets for happiness. Think about, think about this kind of a situation. A young woman chooses to marry a wealthy but ungodly man. She was discouraged in doing so. She stated that she wanted wealth more than God. Her choice was, I want it now. And the cost could very well be her soul. We all need God and not wealth to enjoy life to the full. Uh, now, this this passage, Proverbs 16 and verse 8, talks about the contrast between righteousness and what? And injustice. That's right. And think about Think about those who possess vast revenues, but they lack justice. What kind of things will they do to others?
1: They would cheat others. They
0: would cheat others. What else will they do? How else would you describe that?
1: walk
0: all over them and trample them and, I mean. let's read let's read proverbs 28 proverbs 28 and uh, Katrina do you have uh, proverbs 28 verses 6 and 8?
1: Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Whoever multiplies his wealth by interest and profit gathers it for him who is generous to the poor.
0: Okay. How, how will those who lack justice treat others for, this, for these two texts, these two verses? All right, for their own interests at the expense right of others. Yes. Take advantage. Of them. Okay, they take advantage of them. They charge, they would charge exorbitant interest. And then look at Proverbs chapter 11. Proverbs chapter 11. And, Brian, when you get there, Proverbs 11, read verses 16 through 18.
1: A gracious woman attains honor, and ruthless men attain riches. The merciful man does himself good, but the cruel man does himself harm. The wicked earns deceptive wages, but he who sows righteousness gets a true reward.
0: Okay. So, you're willing to cheat... Willing to take advantage of others. Willing to charge interest, even exorbitant interest. What else do you see that those who lack justice, even those who possess large amounts of money, are willing to do to others?
1: Violence,
0: cruelty. All right. Deception. All right. So the, the it gets it gets even uglier in some ways. Violence. Violence. Uh, uh, deception and in um, doing, being cruel. Okay, so um, we we learn from the rich young ruler that wealth can cost us our souls. And I think we, we see here uh, contrasted uh, not how much money you have per se but how do you deal with that and uh, do you live with uh, righteousness or do you live with injustice and too often great sums of money result in people because of their greed wanting more and more and more and treating others in ways that uh, are not uh, righteous, fair gracious Micah
1: One thing that I need to be mindful of myself is that it's not just a thing of the multi billionaires and those kinds of things that middle class people can struggle with uh, injustice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There was a a teaching in in the Law of Moses regarding uh, their brethren who were poor and needed help and something that uh, the, their fellow Israelites were not to do. Can anybody think in line with what I'm. Charging. They were not to charge interest. Yeah. I have wondered, I've wondered about that. Is there, is there an intended modern day application for us when it would come to taking care of one another? You know. It's one thing uh, to just simply give money to others it might be another thing to loan money to others and then another thing perhaps on top of that to loan at interest and you might say well but if I wouldn't lo- loan and not at interest I would be what I'd be losing out because you know cost of living is going to increase over the period of time. But that was not to be a thing among the Israelites. And could, could I consider an application for myself that if someone, if one of you were in need, um, and the best I could do was loan you money, should I loan without interest? You know. I remember being challenged with that years ago, and uh, I had never thought about it at that point in my life. Uh, you might say, "Well, I know you can borrow money at the banks for you know X percent. I'll give it to you for X minus one and a half percent. You know, I'll, I'll be really gracious to you." And uh, I don't know. Again, not trying to make rules, but I just think uh, principles to be challenged with. Look at proverbs. Chapter twenty-two. <coughs> Proverbs chapter twenty-two. Uh, Bob Davis, read Proverbs twenty-two and verse one. When you sit down to dine. Uh, a, chapter twenty-two. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's twenty-three. A good name is to be desired. Uh, to do that? Yeah, a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. Okay. And then Bob Monday, read Proverbs 10. Proverbs 10 and verse 7. The name of the righteous is used in blessings, but the name of the wicked will rot. Alright. So, a good name is better than wealth. What would you trade for a good name? What are some things that people will trade their good name for? Some of your questions on the assignment. What are some things that people would trade a good name for? Or um, maybe thought another way, how is a good name lost? What are things people do that causes them to lose their good name?
1: Here's a football example. not properly
0: inflate the footballs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Very Poe sim- for Indianapolis. You
1: know, or si- or similar activities. So yeah. Cheating. Yeah. I mean. Cheating.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you get caught cheating? <coughs> and you are now known as a cheater. And how long? How long will Tom Brady be viewed as a cheater? Fact or fiction? How long will he be viewed as a cheater in Indianapolis? Yeah. Past his death. Say it again. Past
1: his death.
0: Past his death. That's right. They'll be talking about it. They'll be talking about deflate gate, probably at his funeral, somewhere. <laughs> what else will people do to lose their good name?
1: Make compromises.
0: Okay. Make compromise. Give me give me a specific example.
1: Um Seeking acceptance and fame and and being willing to uh, compromise your your purpose and your morals okay. so that others okay. will think highly
0: of you. Okay. okay. Did the prodigal son, did that fit the prodigal son? Was he a compromiser? Do you think his father welcomed him back? Then we'll build on that. What do you think? We know how the older brother thought about him. Uh, we don't know how the rest of the community maybe viewed him, but he was a compromiser. Uh, it seemed to be known that he spent his money compromising his his uh, morality, his sexual morality, while he was away. In fact, arguably that's why he left, was to try to escape being uh, held accountable in that regard. What else will people do? Uh, Give me a really specific, maybe also example. How will people? How will people compromise and potentially lose their good name? Yes, Roman.
1: Um, for like temporary things.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, Amanda knows all about this from uh, doing taxes. But uh, every every year when we uh, comes time to do our taxes. We're always, most of us I imagine, looking for every bit that we don't have to pay the government. Or said another way, every bit more that they will perhaps return to us. So the less I have to pay or the more they'll return. And what can be a temptation? That is kind of the kind of the, the here and now <laughs> of the moment in that regard. You try to take an exemption. You try to take a credit. You try to uh, ignore... Some income, maybe it was, maybe it was cash. Nobody knows. There's no accounting for it. But again, it's it's kind of living for the moment, for just a little bit of added gain. Uh, we read about it all the time in the news. People who are in trusted positions and they they cheat, they embezzle. I still remember. I still remember had to be about 1991 or two and uh, one of the engineers that I worked with at Lilly um, well respected young man and uh, he had been he had been caught using the company mailing system to send out uh, packages. Uh, that were associated with his part-time business that he ran on the side, and rather than pay for them himself, he was using the departmental charge and sending these packages out to his clients, his customers, and letting the Eli Lilly and Company foot the bill. Well, I <laughs> I thought the guy was smarter than this, but evidently he wasn't. He convinced himself that this, you know. I guess you know, he maybe shipped out a number of things and he could just sneak these right in while well, somebody in the mailing department uh, some, somehow figured out what was going on. Told his supervision what was going on and so they pull him into a conference room and they, they ask him, uh, Brian, they said, have you been using the company mailing system in any inappropriate ways? I mean, they... <laughs> They made it so easy for him to just, yeah I have. But he denied it. He denied it. Somehow thinking I guess that nobody would know. And they said okay. And then they they pulled the proof out and showed it. And they said "Uh, pack up your things. You're done. Now I've known of individuals at the company to do heinous things and never get fired. But here's what they told him you are in a position of trust you have broken that trust we can no longer trust you we don't have a job for you here and uh, i don't know i don't know how you know uh, how that played out for him personally but those are things that people do to lose a good name and uh, like the uh, like the prodigal son uh, nothing ruins a good name Uh, more than being dishonest, uh, than being uh, sexually immoral. And one other thing I think that also really causes uh, the loss of a good name uh, is laziness. And if you're known as just somebody who doesn't want to work again, sometimes they call those people, they they describe them as Teflon. Okay, They never want to own anything, nothing sticks there's work that comes their way it just slides right off to somebody else and they're known they're just known as being lazy and uh, they don't have a good reputation anything anybody want to say about a good name
1: just like lying and gossip or two other whenever you become known as the person who talks about everybody oh. it, it does not go well in the future
0: Yeah, and and to to get that to try to get that good name, that reputation, you know, uh, back is well, it can it can be impossible for some, and for others at least it's going to take a long time. All right. Last thing, Um, let's turn to Proverbs chapter fifteen. Proverbs chapter 15. Uh, And if you would, Proverbs 15 verses 16 and 17.
1: Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. Better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. All
0: right. And along with that, turn over to chapter 17 and verse 1. And Anne, go ahead and read that. Proverbs 17 and verse 1.
1: Better a dry crust with peace and quiet
0: than a house full of feasting with strife. Okay, so what is better than wealth? Peace. Peace. (laughs) A peaceful life is better than wealth. Now wealth, wealth does not necessarily bring happiness or misery, uh, but our attitudes toward material things and uh, having the ability to understand how to use them determines our enjoyment of the life that he, God has given us. And as He intended, it is true that uh, stuff doesn't last. Uh, it, it promises happiness but it fails to deliver. And so, better a dry morsel and quietness with it than a house full of feasting with strife. I've always appreciated the statement, less is more. And especially when less is accompanied with um, peacefulness. Um, Again, back in chapter... Uh, Fifteen, verse sixteen: Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and turmoil with it. Uh, better a dish of vegetables where love is than a fat an ox and hatred with it. So, lots, lots that are said in the in the wisdom uh, teachings about a peaceful life then look at Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Tony, can you read verses 6 through 8?
1: Full of, with quietness and both hands full, together with toil and grasping for the wind. I returned and I saw vanity
0: under the sun. There is one alone without a companion. He has neither son nor brother, yet there is no end to all his labors, nor is I satisfied with riches. But he never asked For whom do I toil and to deprive myself of good? This also is vanity and a grave misfortune. Okay. What did you say in verse 6 again? What is better? One hand
1: full.
0: full of toil
1: and grasping
0: for wood. No, verse 6. Very quietness. quietness, quietness. Okay, yeah. Uh, mine says uh, one hand full of rest, uh, or perhaps uh, peace, tranquility, better than two fists full of labor and striving after the wind. And then that that sad picture uh, in verse eight. Uh, what, what what what's going on in verse eight?
1: Someone is working hard and has no one to share it with and no one to leave it. Yeah. Leave
0: it. And the the conclusion is.
1: Why. Why,
0: why am I doing this? Why why am I. I get the I get the picture. Why am I working, working, working for what? To what end? Who's going to enjoy it? Who do I have to leave it to? And um, why am I laboring and de- depriving myself of pleasure? <coughs> it's vanity. It's a grievous task. Okay, think about the the person who works, 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 works for no one but himself. Uh has no one with whom to share the fruits of his labor, doesn't take the time to enjoy what he has gained, driven by the desire to just simply accumulate more, and then the, the end result is that wealth and the struggle to obtain it becomes his God. I don't know if you know anybody like that. Uh, But I I think we see a lot of it uh, in in the world today. People uh, just pursuing more and more and more. So I think when we put all these things together, uh, the point is that we are to not miss the point of life. That we are to have wisdom along with all of its blessings. We are to pursue righteousness, a good name, and peace. As we we think about about, um, wealth and the proper use of wealth... What's the proper use of wealth as we learn from the Bible?
1: Provide for your own. Okay. Provide for others. Okay. Okay. Enjoy.
0: Enjoy. So, we, we, provide for our own, we help others, we give back to God, we enjoy what He has blessed us with. Um, you know, another way another way of saying that maybe is that we honor we honor God from the wealth that he has given us. okay well our our next lesson uh, on Sunday, <coughs> Bob will be teaching, and uh, we're going to study some parables about money. Parables about money. Folks, that's all I have. So rather than running out of time, I ran out of material. Do you
1: think that it's wrong not to have a cushion? Or that it's wrong to have a cushion, you know, a, a savings for emergency? Yeah. Or should we trust God? He's going to take care of us, and I'm just going to use my money in all of these ways, but I won't have anything left.
0: <laughs> that's a really good question, Joy. I think it's really a, one of the practical things that we're faced with when we think about being good stewards. Everybody hear Joy's question? What are your thoughts? Yes, Jesse. Uh,
1: sore for the winter, right? It's just a part of planning the, the life. I mean, there's a point at which it's excessive. Okay. We talked about that part of it. Yes. Uh, but Hold,
0: yeah. Hoarding, yeah, keeping, keeping it from others, Justin. I think that it falls under providing for your own. Okay, okay, you, you have a responsibility. Yeah. If you can't provide for your own when something unexpected comes up, then that, I mean. There are, there are ways to fall back. Yeah. I
1: think that it falls under that category.
0: And what might be another? Go ahead, Bob, you had your hand up. I was
1: going to say um, God was going to protect Christ uh, when Satan tempted him to jump off the top of the temple, but Christ said, I'm not going to tempt God in that way. But okay. God allowed for
0: him. Okay. God provides these things for us, but to um, just get rid of it and say, I'm going to. Expect God to provide more. Yeah. You know, that's kind of demanding of God. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it w- would be in- involved with well, why am I going to get rid of my cushion? Is it to get this thing, these things that I want, or to be able to do these things I want, or am I willing to get rid of my cushion to help somebody else? Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I might. I might, I might test God on that. I might think about testing God. You know, you've promised God that if I, if I trust in you, and there is a need here, I've got this money. I, I'm willing to give that, and He's going to provide. So maybe, maybe it's a little bit involved with well, why, why am I getting rid of my cushion?
1: I mean, and obviously, I don't know the finances of all the individuals in the congregation, but I can't help but think that. When we were looking for some money for a down payment for a building, yeah. that some of those cushions got a lot smaller. Got
0: smaller, yes.
1: In, I mean, I know, I know people who specifically will store up their own money. Um, they will lay by and store mm-hmm. personally, yes. Knowing that something like that could come up, yeah. and you know, there would be a need, and they would <coughs> have the money to do that, and it's kind of like separate from what they need to provide for their own little family, mm-hmm. if. You know the emergency root canal and the new car from totally
0: knit and whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, again, I think sometimes I just know myself. You know, okay, there's an opportunity to participate towards some need. You know, how much do I give? You think well, okay, maybe I could do X, but you know, uh, what if I did X divided by two uh, to not put myself in a bind, knowing that there are going to be others to help as well. And not always having to think that I have to do you know, just the top amount that I can do every time and then before you know it, I have nothing left. Um, so we can't always participate maybe in everything. But. Good thoughts. Good question. Thanks for that, Joy. Uh, thanks for collapsing.